Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is 1 Peter 4. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we pray that we would learn to think the right way about suffering, about suffering for you, that we would see your purpose in it, that we would be glad to glorify you. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. 1 Peter 4. Therefore, because Christ suffered in the flesh, you also equip yourselves with the same way of thinking, because the one who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, in order to live the remaining time in the flesh, no longer for human desires, but for the will of God. For the time that has passed was sufficient to do what the Gentiles desire to do, having lived in licentiousness, evil desires, drunkenness, carousing, drinking parties, and wanton idolatries, with respect to which they are surprised when you do not run with them in the same flood of dissipation, and so they revile you. They will give an account to the one who is ready to judge the living and the dead, because for this reason also the gospel was preached to those who are dead, so that they were judged by human standards in the flesh, but they may live in the spirit by God's standards. Now the end of all things draws near. Therefore, be self-controlled and sober-minded for your prayers. Above all, keep your love for one another constant, because love covers a large number of sins. Be hospitable to one another without complaining, just as each one has received a gift. Use it for serving one another as good stewards of the varied grace of God. If anyone speaks, let it be as the oracles of God. If anyone serves, Let it be as by the strength that God provides, so that in all things God will be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom is the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal among you when it takes place to test you, as if something strange were happening to you. But to the degree that you share in the sufferings of Christ, rejoice, so that also at the revelation of his glory you may rejoice and be glad. If you are reviled on account of the name of Christ, you are blessed, because the Spirit of glory and of God rests on you. By all means, do not let any one of you suffer as a murderer, or a thief, or an evildoer, or as a meddler. But if someone suffers as a Christian, he must not be ashamed, but must glorify God with this name. For it is the time for the judgment to begin out from the household of God. But if it begins out from us first, what will be the outcome for those who are disobedient to the gospel of God? And if the righteous are saved with difficulty, what will become of the ungodly and the sinner? So then, also those who suffer according to the will of God must entrust their souls to a faithful creator in doing good. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. Chapter 3 ended with Peter giving the example of Jesus, connecting that to Noah, and then connecting that back to us. So now in chapter 4, he keeps applying it. He says, since Christ suffered, we need to think in that same way. He says, because the one who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. That is a little hard to understand. So some have suggested that instead of suffering persecution, He means that when we are baptized, we are connected with the suffering of Christ, symbolizing his death and resurrection. 
So it is at that point that we have ceased from sin. I can see that point, but I'm more inclined to think that Peter is talking about literal suffering. In either case, Peter isn't saying that we will never sin again after we are baptized or after we are persecuted, but he is saying that that isn't the direction that we are going to be going. He says that we are done with the Gentile way of life and lists some sins that we tend to think of as the party lifestyle. Gentile is the Jewish word for nations. It means the the people around the world, but not inside. And in this case, Peter's meaning the opposite of Gentile would be Christian, even though many of them were not Jews. He says that old friends who knew us will be surprised that we don't do the things we once did, and they will revile us. That is a form of persecution. Peter says they are going to have to talk to God about that at the judgment. I think Peter is saying that we are going to get judged by human standards, and when they judge us, they will give us their punishment for not living the way they do, which their punishment may be reviling. But we are looking toward God's standards and are concerned only about his judgment. Peter says we need to be serious about this. We need to love other Christians and serve them with whatever God has given us. He mentions being hospitable, speaking, and serving. Serving may include providing people food or other essentials. Peter says we shouldn't be surprised by persecution. He describes it as fire and a test. He says we should actually rejoice because we are sharing with Christ in bringing glory to God. Of course, that means that we cannot be suffering for doing evil, but we need to suffer for being a Christian. He says if we go through suffering and judgment here, how bad will it be for the ungodly when they have to give account to God? So he concludes, we need to trust in God through our suffering. And now for a deeper dive. Suffering isn't a popular topic. We like to talk about love and peace, but the Bible has a lot to say about suffering too. There are basically three types of suffering. There is suffering just because we live in a sinful world. That includes death and the dying process. There is suffering for our sins. That includes punishment by the government for breaking laws and diseases and consequences for sins. And there is suffering for Jesus. When we are persecuted, where we could get out of the suffering by not following Jesus, or at least not saying anything about him or acting different because we are following Jesus. It is that type of suffering that Peter is talking about here. And Peter says we should be glad of this type of suffering. I'm thinking of when the apostles, including Peter, were beaten by the Jewish leaders because they were preaching about Jesus. The apostles were rejoicing after that beating because God had counted them worthy to suffer for Jesus. That is a really different way of thinking about things. Because it isn't a world-centric view or a self-centered view. People in the world understand self-centered thinking. They do it all the time, so it's easy for them to assume that you are thinking that way too. But when we gladly accept persecution, that is not their way of thinking. So we are odd to them. And they will either be drawn to that to see why, or they will be unhappy with it because it shows them up. When we are light in a dark world, there are a lot of people who don't like that light. So, are we the light? Or are we hiding that light to avoid the persecution? 
Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012 Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.